0: Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, grace and peace and love of God. This is Pastor Aziza Morrison, and we are saying a good God bless you and a good morning. Thank you so much for joining us this morning for our and Zion Travel's prayer and impartation call. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us this morning. You can meet us here every Tuesday and every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Where brothers and sisters from around the country and abroad like to come together to lock arms, to pray, to seek the Lord while he may be found, and to call upon him while he is near. Amen, amen. I think we are at our eight-year mark. We've been coming to this prayer line, this same prayer line on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We've been praying here for eight years, and God has been faithful. Through it all, hallelujah, Do it all, he's kept us and allowed us to persevere. Amen. He's allowed us to per- persevere and has given us the stick-to-itiveness. Amen. You got to sometimes, you, not sometimes, you got to stick to it. When God gives you something, you got to learn how to stick to it. I'm, you know, you want to quit. You want to give up. You want to stop. You want to, you know let somebody else do it, but you gotta keep showing up. Amen. Somebody say that. Keep showing up. I encourage you this morning that if God has given you something to do, go ahead and do it and do it with all your might. Do it when you don't feel like it. Do it when you're tired. Do it when you you know, when you just don't wanna do it, do it, but do it joyfully and willingly. There's other people who wish they had your responsibilities. So I always have to remember that. Um, And so we're very thankful for all of you, all these years that have been with us. Uh, Just a quick announcement before we get into um, our lesson this morning. Um, I will be on travel on Thursday. I'll be on travel on Thursday. I have uh, an early morning flight. I think my flight is at uh, 7 a.m., I have to be at the airport at 7 or something. It's like around 6 or 7 in the morning on Thursday. So we will not have prayer on Thursday, okay? Um, We will not have prayer on Thursday. Um, I thought about getting somebody to replace me, but I don't feel led to do that. You know, um, if normally if I'm not here, uh, if I'm traveling, I will have one of my uh, my daughters or my sons um, replace me. Um, I just don't feel led to do that. So um, we will not be here on Thursday. All right? So you all be praying with me. I'll be traveling to Minnesota on Thursday. All right? Um, so be in prayer with me for that. So with that, um, Thursday is a day that we give. Um, so we're going to give today. All right, we're going we're going to sew today. So, um, if this is your week uh, for your offering, I want you to give today. If this is your week for your tithe, um, if 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 it's time for you to tithe and you can tithe today I want you to type today, and for those of you who um, just partner with the ministry um, through your partnership seeds, your weekly seeds, I want you to sow your partnership seed on today, okay? Um, and we'll we'll just we'll, – we'll leave time for that. All right, so I want to talk to us about surrender, surrendering to God, surrendering to God, surrendering to God, Um We were created when God created it. Let's just say a word of prayer. Jesus, we love you and we bless thy name for blessing us. Thank you for waking us up this morning and for starting us on our way. Father, we pray that you would open up our ears that we may hear and receive you in Jesus' name. Amen. We're talking about surrendering to God and and and, and surrendering to God and what what pleases God. You know, we were created. The reason why you and I were created, we were created for God's pleasure. We weren't created just because our mother got with our father (laughs) or our fathers got with our mothers. Now, we were created by God, and we were created for his pleasure. Um, The Bible tells us, and write the scripture down. This is a scripture for you to know. Revelations 4 and 11 says, you have created all things for your pleasure. You've created all things for your pleasure. Um, And so that includes us as well. That includes us as well. And so God chose to create us so that he could enjoy us. God chose to create us so that he could enjoy us. And so you are important to God. I want you to know that, and I want you to write that down. You are important to God, and God watches all that you do. He's concerned about everything that happens to you. He's concerned about things that you're concerned with that concerns you. It, he he, he cons- He's concerned about it because you are important to him. Just the same way as if, some- if someone is important to you, you're concerned about them when they hurt, you hurt. When they, you know, when they're sad, you know, you want, to, you want to comfort them. What more do you think God has, his love for us? And so God desires relationship with us. That's what he wants. He's after a relationship. All right. And one of the things that we don't Sometimes I think we forget is that God has emotions. Excuse me, God has emotions and He has feelings that He expresses. God expresses His emotions. God expresses His feelings, and when you begin walking with God, you can tell when, when you know when God is not pleased. You, I mean, you can just you can you, he you can feel Him, and you like God don't like that. <laughs> You say God, God God didn't like that. But in Zephaniah 3:17 the Bible says that he will joy over you with singing. So this is the indication that God will express his emotions, he'll express his feelings. And we know that God is powerful. We know that God is mighty. Um he he is a champion. He is a warrior. Um this is who he is. But the Bible says that he will rejoice over you with singing. That means to, um, to celebrate, to be glad, to be cheerful. Um, joy means to spin around under the influence of a strong emotion, singing, to shout out with a loud voice. So the Bible says that God will rejoice over you with singing. That's, that's, think about that. So the mighty, our, our mighty God, our champion, our warrior, he is, he is celebrating. He is cheerful. He is spinning around under the influence of a strong emotion. He is shouting out with joy and triumph. He is doing all those things. That's what that scripture says, Zephaniah, Zephaniah 3 and 17. And so we are able to bring great pleasure to God. If, if God is joining over us with singing, that means that you bring pleasure to him, all right? And so our purpose in life, our first purpose in life is to bring pleasure to God. It's not always, you know, we have this thing where, you know, we a covenant is two parts. It's his part and it's our part. We're always concerned about his part, do for me, bring me out, heal my body, save my soul, save my children, deliver me, deliver my marriage, all this stuff. But what about what we're supposed to do? We are to bring pleasure to God, all right? And so I love how Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 29, he said, Jesus said, I do always the things that please my father. I'm doing the things that please him. That's what I'm doing. I don't know what you're doing, but what I do, I do things that please him. And so Jesus is our model. He's the one that we follow. He's the one that we, you know, um, he's our role model and so his lifestyle, and we know this about him, he was not about pleasing himself. I read, oh, I have this book I read a couple of weeks ago on humility. And it was such a great book, and it, he had the author had um, written out all of the scriptures where Jesus had said, um, you know, not I, but my father, not I, but my father, not I, but my father. He was not into pleasing himself. His focus and his aim was to please God. So this morning, I want you to make it your goal to please God. Um, We have to, the scripture tells us to aim to make it our aim to be well-pleasing to the Lord. That's in 2 Corinthians 5 and 9. The Bible tells us to make it our aim to labor, to strive, to to be fond of honoring. Make it our aim to be well-pleasing, not just pleasing, but the Bible says that we are to be well-pleasing to the Lord. All right? And so – Every one of us have to give an account of our life to God. And this right here is what keeps me on the straight and narrow because I really do believe in eternity. And I really do believe in God. And I really do believe that I have to stand, I'm going to have to stand before him. And I really do believe that I'm going to have to give an account. Like, I believe that just as sure as you are hearing my voice right now, that's how much I believe in eternity. You know you hear my voice right now. I believe that eternity is real, and I believe that all of us are going to have to give an account of our life, all right? And so that, that's my faith. We ha- You have to have faith because without faith in Jesus, you cannot enter into heaven at all. So you've got to have faith. And so let me say it to you like this. If the Bible is telling us that – we have to make it our aim to be well pleasing to God. You're going to ha- it's going to take faith on your part to believe that you're going to have to give an account. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So if you don't if you don't really believe that, then you're not going to act accordingly. If you don't really have faith for eternity or faith in eternity, you're going to act like this life is your only life. But when you have faith in God and when you your faith is beyond what you can see, then your life will be different. Uh, when we stand before God, God is going to ask us, we're going to have to be uh, evaluated. You know how did we use our gifts? How did we use our opportunities? And the key issue is, did we please God? And and we know this that uh, not all Christians bring bring pleasure to God. First Corinthians ten and five says um, that most of them got that talking about the Corinthians. Paul said that most of them that God was not well pleased, and so the most means the majority, the majority of the people in Corinth at Corinth, the church at Corinth. God was not; they were believers. They had given their lives to God. They confessed Jesus. You understand that? But God wasn't pleased with them, and so well the Bible says He was not well pleased. Well pleased to means means to approve to think well of, to take pleasure in. And you know this. this is how we gain favor from God. <laughs> Excuse me. For some of us who are wondering where our favor is, you've got to go back to your pleasing God part. Are you pleasing God? Because you know what, what God said to Cain. He, he, he said, don't you know that if if you do right by me, I will take pleasure in you too. Right? So, so we have to make sure that our lifestyles are well-pleasing to God. And when they're not, the key reason is unbelief, because we don't believe God. We don't trust God. We don't trust that he exists. We don't trust that his word is sure. We don't believe that heaven is real. When you believe that heaven is real, you act in a certain way. When you believe that heaven is real, you treat people a certain way. When you believe that heaven is real, you show up in a different way. So pleasing God, let me say this to you, and we're going to pray. When we say pleasing God and surrendering to God, it it means trusting him, pleasing God, Means trusting him. The Bible tells us in uh, Psalm chapter one forty-seven, verse eleven: "The Lord takes pleasure in them that fear him, without hope in his mercy." The Lord takes pleasure in him that fear him. So, pleasing God means that we trust him. That word "fear" there—it's—it's—it's—it's—it's. It's talking about a reverential trust. So God, here's the thing, write this down. God notices our attitude towards him, right? And you know God be talking to you all day long. His Holy Spirit is on the inside of you, leading you and guiding you in the way that you should go. And he's telling you to go right and you're going left. You, you're shrugging him off. Come on, come on. I know this, this word is, is tight this morning. But God notices our attitudes toward him. He notices when we're grateful. He notices when we're ungrateful. I've been working on that. I have been intentionally trying to stay with a posture and a spirit of gratitude. Like, intentionally, like, I want to be grateful, I, I, I want to live in gratitude, and so if there's some areas in your life that you know that you need to work on, and uh, with your attitude, maybe it's your you know your belief, or maybe you complain a lot. Maybe you're the person that complains. Just be honest with yourself. You always complain. It Ain't nothing right. You always tired. Everybody getting on your nerves. or nobody want to help you. You can't get no help around the house. La 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 la. Right. So whatever your attitude, if this is something that you need to work on, work on it. Work on it. You know, God is a person. He he is he is a great and awesome king and he takes pleasure. So that, that word take pleasure, it means to be pleased to set to satisfy deeply, to delight. God takes pleasure when we respect and reverence him. That's what that scripture means in Psalms 147, 11, the Lord takes pleasure in them that fear him. What that is saying is that God takes pleasure when we respect and reverence him, when we, when we have hope and, and when we trust and his loving kindness, that he is for us, that he's not against us, that he's working all things out together for our good, that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. When we have hope and trust in God, God takes pleasure. This is what pleases God. This is how we surrender to God. And so respect, and you know this, you know this, in your human relationships, we don't consider it in our spiritual relationship with our Heavenly Father, but respect and trust are the foundation of building a life that pleases God. You can't have you, your relationship with your spouse right now had to be built on respect and trust. What, must, what much more do you think? How much more? do you think we should have with our relationship with God? I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop right there. Oh, let me me just give you this last point. Let me give you this last point. Write this down. You know this, Hebrews 11 and 6, talking about pleasing God, excuse me, without faith, the Bible says, it is impossible to please him. That's, now you got to let that sink in right there. Now, take consider everything that we just went over about pleasing God, and all, what it all boils down to is faith. Because you, first of all, you have to believe that God exists. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. Believe that He exists and that He is a rewarder of them. That what? Diligently seek him. So if you don't have that part right there, if you don't have that faith, you can't please God. If you're not walking in obedience, you you can't be pleasing God. If you do not have a reverential fear and a respect for God, you cannot please him because it takes faith to do those things. It's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We can't see God, but we know he exists, and so we respond to that knowing. That's faith. Is that helping you this morning? Are you, is that helping you? So when the Bible says that without faith it is impossible, that word impossible there, it means to be totally without power or ability. Without faith it is impossible to please God. To be something, If something is impossible, it means that it is totally without power or ability. You, It is impossible. You do not have the power or the ability to believe, believe God if you are not walking in faith. And so – the foundation of pleasing God is trust, trusting that he exists and, and, and surrendering your control to him. It's being vulnerable to God, that I believe that you see me. I believe that I have to give an account for my life. I believe I'm going to have to give an account for the resources that you gave me. I squandered them, but I'm telling you, I told you all that this month would be a, bunch of, a month of miracles. I've had so much money this month. It's, it's been ridiculous. This money money has just been coming to me. And I'm not, you all know I'm not a money preacher. I'm just, I'm just testifying to you. Money has been coming to me like water. And uh, I, I got convicted because, you know, some of it I squandered. You know, some of it I squandered. I did. Some of it I squandered. And I, 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 I you know, I, I had to bring that to God. And be vulnerable and and confess that to God because I know that this does not please God. Are are you understanding me? All right? So with faith, faith is trusting that God is good. Faith is trusting that God knows what's best. Faith is trusting that God keeps his promises. Faith is trusting that God will help you with your problems. Faith is trusting that God will do the impossible when needed, and faith is trusting God that he is a just God and that he will do what is right. This is a posture of our heart that we live before God in all situations. This is how we please God. So what I want to ask you this morning as we're getting ready to pray, I'm just going to say a simple prayer for you this morning. What is hindering you from trusting God? What is hindering you from trusting God? What is hindering you? And now, if it is yourself, if it is yourself, you need to bring yourself under subjection. If you trust yourself more than you trust God, if you believe in God, if you believe in yourself more than you believe in God, If you got more respect for yourself than you have for God, you need to surrender your life today. Well, I'm a Christian. You're not a Christian if you haven't surrendered your life. If you're still doing what you want to do and living how you want to live, you have not surrendered your life. This is what God requires of us. He requires that we surrender our lives to him. Are you understanding me? So what is hindering you from trusting God? What areas of your life? What areas of your life do you need to surrender control to? What areas of your life? Is it your finances? Do you need to bring your finances subject to God? What about your relationships? What about how you're showing up at work? Come on. You understand that? And so I want you to keep this this word in your heart and live according to the way that God is requiring us to live. Amen? So that we can live a life that is well-pleasing to him. Come on. Let's pray. Father, we love you this morning. Hallelujah. And we glorify your name. We give your name glory, honors, and praise. Father, we thank you this morning, hallelujah, for all that you have done for us. We thank you this morning for everything that you're doing for us. We thank you this morning that you exist. Father, we know that you are a true and living Savior, hallelujah, and that you're in the world today. We know that you are living no matter what men may say, we see your hand of mercy and we hear your voice of cheer. And just the time we need you, you are always near. You live. Christ Jesus lives today. Hallelujah. Thank you for walking with us and talking with us. Hallelujah. We give you praise this morning, Father, for being the God of our salvation, Father. We ask this morning in the name of Jesus that you would hear our prayer. We desire to live a life that is pleasing to you. We desire to live a life that trusts you. We desire to live a life, Father, that is surrendered to you. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus this morning that you would give us the grace to believe you. Yes, God. Give us the grace to surrender to you. Yes, God. Father, help us not to kick against the pricks. We thank you because you told Saul that it's hard to kick against the pricks. Father, we want to believe in what you have said. We know that eternity is for a long time. And so, Father, we want to get ourselves together. Thank you for being patient with us. Thank you for being long-suffering with us. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for not giving up on us. Father, we bless your name and we give you praise. Hallelujah. Father, we ask this morning that you would stay with us as we go throughout this remainder of this day. We pray, God, that you would keep us in the hollow of your hand. We pray, Father, that your word would stay in our hearts. Hide your word in our hearts, Father, that we might not sin against you. In the name of Jesus, and most of all, Father, we pray that you would give us the capacity to walk this word out. Hallelujah. We want to be pleasing in your sight. Yes, we do. We want to be pleasing in your sight. Yes, we do. We want to be pleasing in your sight. Hallelujah. Father, we pray this morning for your grace. And we respond in faith. Yes, God. I hear the Lord say, respond in faith. I hear the Lord say, respond in faith. I hear the Lord say, respond in faith. Come on. Come on. You're, you're, you're waiting for some big thing to happen. You're waiting for, for a big change to take place. You're waiting for, for something major to just kind of overtake you. No. God is saying for us to respond in faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that this morning. God is saying this morning, brothers and sisters, to respond to this word. There are many of you that need to respond to this word because you're living like you don't believe God. You're living like God doesn't exist. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. You're living like God doesn't exist. Who is that word for this morning? You're living like you're not going to have to stand before God and give an account of your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so, Father, we thank you. I pray, Father, this morning that you would give us the capacity to walk this word out. This is our prayer. We pray this morning that the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts, that they will forever be acceptable in our sight, thy sight. O oh, Lord, you are our strength. And you are our Redeemer. Let every heart that believe it say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 I want you all to to get this, this word in your heart, get this word in your spirit, and and respond to this word in faith. Amen. All right, come on. I want you all to um sow this morning. I want you to get your seed. Um, whatever your offering is, whatever your offering is, I want you to give it. We're not going to – many of you were late this morning, so uh, we, I will be on travel on Thursday. So we will not be here on Thursday. Um, so we'll come back on Tuesday, but we're going to give today. So um, I want everyone to get something in your hand. If this is your week to tithe, I want you to tithe. If this is your week uh, for your partnership seed, I want you to sow your partnership seed. Um, and for those of you that uh, do not tithe to this ministry, but you do sow into this ministry, I want you to get get a seed this morning. Um, and listen, I, I my prayer is that you all are a mature group of people. I pray that you have been connected to this ministry long enough to where um, you don't need a prophetic word to sow. You don't need for someone to be screaming and hollering at you for you to sow. You sow because you have received a word from God. You sow because this is where you are being fed. You sow because this is the ministry that you're connected to. So this morning I want everybody to get a seat. Whatever, you, whatever your seed is, maybe it's an $8 seed. You know we sell that $8 seed, that $21 seed. Um, some of you are selling a $40 seed. Matter of fact, I, I've learned that you all need instructions. So this morning I want you to get your best seed. Um, if you don't know what your best seed is, get an $8 seed, a $21 seed, or get a $40 seed. And I want you all to go to Cash App, Aziza Speaks Life. Go to Cash App, Aziza Speaks Life. And sow that seed. And for those of you that sow by paper, you know we you sow at the the email address is contact at aziza.morrison dot com. I want you guys to begin sowing. Go ahead and begin sewing now. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you, Sybil, for sowing her seed. God bless you, Tasha, for sowing her seed. God bless you, Vanessa. For sowing her seed. There's more of you that's going to sow. And I, I, I'm not going, I, you guys are not going to let me believe that you can only sow when a prophetic word is being decreed over your life. I'm not, I'm not going to believe that about you. I'm not. So we're sowing on Tuesday today. We're not sowing on Thursday. I want you to sow in response to this word that you heard. Now, if this word blessed you, if this word was encouragement to you, if the word found you, you sow into this word, all right? So I want you to get your best seed, your $8 seed, your $20 seed, your $40 seed, or whatever it is, and go to Cash App as Jesus Speaks Life. Go to SowingWorks.com and put your seed in the ground. Amen? All right, I love you all with the love of the Lord. This recording will be available. You can listen to this recording and get it in your spirit, Amen. All right, I love you all with the love of the Lord. I see more of you are sewing, but it's not um, a few more of you. Let me see. It's not. It's not letting me see your names. Let's see, Roslyn. God bless you. Rosalind Scotland sold her $50 seed. Rosalind Johnson sold her seed. Denise Mitchell sold her $40 seed. God bless you all. God bless you for your, your seeds this morning. God bless you for responding in faith. So we will not be here on Thursday, all right? We will not be here on Thursday, but we will be here. Um, we'll be back on Tuesday. Be praying for us as we are traveling uh, to Minnesota on uh, Thursday morning, all right? I love you all with the love of the Lord. God bless you. Walk with Jesus. Shalom. Bye-bye.